Welcome to the Conversion Tracking Playbook, where we share how to overcome tracking challenges that e-commerce brands face today and real-world examples of transforming data into insights. Welcome to another episode of the Conversion Tracking Playbook. I'm your host, Brad Redding, and today I'm going to share three experiments that you can run on your e-commerce homepages. Ultimately, that is derived from using event tracking data on your site. If you are new to event tracking, and maybe you don't even know what that term means, essentially, if you think about Google Analytics, you have your page data, your source medium data, revenue data, enhanced e-commerce data. Event tracking is and this will get even bigger with GA4, so reference my GA4 episode as well. But essentially what this is is going to do is it allows you to look at a more granular, gives you a more granular view into customer interaction across your site. So what navigation items are they clicking on? Are they clicking on your hero banner? Are they interacting with your featured product scroll? Are they using your footer links? Are they clicking on the Instagram UGC on the bottom of the page? Are they using size guides? Are they watching the video? Are they scrolling? As you can see, the options are almost endless. Anything that exists on your site, you can track it. And it's that's the term event tracking. So you are sending that additional data that is unique and custom to your website to Google Analytics, whether it's Universal Analytics or GA4. That way you can analyze it. So you can see the conversion rate for people that watch a video. You can see the conversion rate and how many people are clicking on your shop nav versus your about us nav link. Think about mobile versus desktop. There's uh, endless potential to extract insights out from that data, but it starts with adding that data across your site. If you do not have this event tracking data and you are not an LFR customer, you can just use our free Chrome extension that allows you to simply point with your mouse and click. You select the area while browsing your website that you want to track, and then you fill in the event action name and a few other parameters for your Google Tag Manager account. And then we automatically you can import that creates a tag and creates a trigger. And ultimately you'd need to publish that inside of GTM. If you are an LVR customer, you can do this yourself, or if you are a pro customer, then we've likely done this for you. The data doesn't really do any good unless you act on it. So you need to analyze it, and then you need to put that data into some sort of action, whether it's driving a new design, whether it's driving an A-B test or an optimization experiment, whether it is helping you in that discussion or argument on if your homepage should be a mile long or a foot long and anywhere in between, that's where this event data can really help um, ultimately give you the power of what your users are telling you that they enjoy about your site or potentially don't enjoy. If they're doing something, they're clicking on something that is very prominent on the page, but if it has a very low conversion rate, then that particular feature may ultimately be hurting your overall business. So back to the homepage experiments. Experiment number one is your main navigation. So think about your main navigation on a desktop where it starts on the left and goes to the right. You should understand what people are clicking on. I'm going to start with a story back in the post-COVID 
March, April, May timeframe, we had a customer. They were in apparel and, and other ready-to-wear articles or, or products that they sold. That's the word I was looking for. They had a line that started with professional wear. So think about, hey, this is what I'm going to wear to the office. And they had lines that might have been afterthoughts that were more of a, this is what I would wear at home at night or in the morning, et cetera. And pre-COVID, the feature and the prominence was very heavy on the business wear. So these, this is what we're selling because people are going to the office. They're very prominent in large cities. And the athleisure or at-home active wear, that was lower prominence. So that thing about mobile menu is on the bottom, hidden from other subcategory prominence. And that's how it stayed post-COVID. We looked at their event data for the main navigation and that's it's an it's a no duh or aha type of moment but we saw a rapid increase in the number of people clicking on the athleisure or at home categories and a decrease in the professional so the business wear type of categories but the navigation was still the same it was still the pre-covid navigation but we saw the user shift to going deeper into the at home because everything was closed we felt that it was not the prime and best user experience that matches the real world that the particular user was living in. So the test was run, take the previous athleisure at home categories that were hidden, make those the most prominent categories and move the ones that were business or required you to be in the office, deprioritize those. And that test, you can probably guess the results ended up being a pretty big win. And that was just simply using a combination of, okay, what are people clicking on in my navigation? What's the real world out there today? What adjustments should we make? Another example for a main navigation test would be looking at subcategory usage. So this was another customer that they have colors and patterns across different categories. So think shirts or dresses or tops, et cetera. And we saw a high number of people that were clicking on subcategory colors. So think about a, a color category specific link in the navigation, which for some brands, it could mean you are pre-filtering a collection page, or you might actually have an, a standalone color specific landing page or category page. And saw so, again, I would say higher than normal expected rate of people clicking on those sub nav items in the main navigation dropdown, but a very high conversion rate. So think low to medium usage, but a very high conversion rate. That insight led them. So again, if you didn't have event tracking set up on the main nav, you would have no idea. You wouldn't have any visibility into this. Took that, launched an experiment or test to ultimately move a shot by color call out in the main navigation. And that again, turned out to be a pretty big win for them. It was more prominent for users that maybe weren't digging into the subcategory and they're just going straight to the shop by color in the main navigation. The last example here of a main navigation experiment is the about us, the blog, the support, the non shoppable links in the main nav. I think it might be a hundred percent of the time I see this. Those main navigation items typically have a very low usage and a very low conversion rate. So if you think about you have a shop nav, maybe a featured uh, featured collection nav, 
and then everything else is the about us, the support, the blog, etc. They're all essentially in their hierarchy, they are the same. Maybe that the left to right is a little bit different, but everything under shop, so like you might have gender hidden, you might have your multi-categories hidden under that one shop main nav item. So you're requiring a user, think mobile or desktop, for them to drill down into that sub nav. So this is another experiment. If you do have that event tracking set up, you can look at that. So if you have low usage main category links, it doesn't have to be the about us or blog, it could be others, but essentially look for those main navigation items that have low usage, i.e. people are not clicking on them and redistribute. So pull out your better performing subcategories and feature those on the main nav. Again, the hypothesis would there would be to get more people clicking on the ideal categories that you see convert better than others. So that's number one, the main navigation experiment example. Number two is going to be our hero image. So this is a, we also had the visual walkthrough in our guest the test podcast, but think about your primary hero image. And this one, if you break apart mobile or desktop, and I'll just, I'll talk mobile in this example. If you have a primary hero placement, so this is the, hey, this is my featured category, click here to shop now, or you might have a video, et cetera. But that, that real estate is so prime, especially on your homepage, that it's likely gonna convert or perform better based on new versus returning user, based on what ad they clicked on to come into the site. So if you sell multiple types of products and they you potentially are driving different genders, et cetera, that hero homepage placement, if you can personalize it, personalize it because it will perform better. But in general, if we just talk about an example experiment is you just take your current home uh, hero homepage banner or video. And what we did with, with one brand is they had a vi video that was featured on mobile and the video had a call to action for clicking to watch the video, but then there was also the shop now. So click here to shop this product and tested that against three other static image variations. So it was a lifestyle image, a product shot image, and then an outdoor shot image as well. And all three variants. So if you're just testing, you have your control, there were three variants that were tested against the control. All three variants beat the control. And it wasn't like it was a, ah, oh, they kind of won. It was 12% increase in click-through rate to the category with 100% statistical significance, 15% increase in revenue per visitor with a 93% statistical significance. You can start to slice and dice this by segments in, uh, in GA or Optimizer, depending on where you're testing and measuring. But this is one of those areas, always be testing your homepage if you're driving a ton of traffic. So think 15% of all landing page traffic coming through your homepage, always be testing that content. So you are maximizing getting that user to the next stage and you can look at personalizing that. So you can use UTM parameters, again, using that, the user clicking in from different ads, you can use UTM parameters to personalize the content shown per user. So you can try to match the experience from the ad that the user is coming from. So that is the second example of the three experiments to run on an e-commerce homepage using event tracking data. But to go back to the hero image example, so just to add some color to why that video area was called out as an area to test is 
we saw a high number of people watching the video. Again, this is event tracking. So I saw a high number of people clicking that video, but a lower number of people actually clicking the shop now to proceed. So that was the some of that event data that added to that hypothesis. And just going straight static, remove the video, remove the distraction, go straight into the, the shop now and drive that user down further down the funnel. The last example of a, an experiment type to run on your homepage is think about your content blocks. You have your hero image, you have maybe featured categories, you have a featured product scroll block, you have UGC, you have potentially more promo or content blocks that you're featuring on your homepage. Add event tracking to all of those. So again, you can use our Chrome extension just to point click to add that event tracking. Measure, so how many people are even getting down to the bottom or middle part of your homepage? And then how many people are clicking on those? How many people are clicking on those promos? What's the conversion rate for that interaction? You can essentially take the real life data, what your customers are telling you that they enjoy about your homepage, marry that to your hypothesis of, hey, here's what I think my homepage should look like. And that'll likely drive some ideas that you can test for the different content. So we have multiple examples where you can, in some stores, some sites, the featured products block was at the bottom of the homepage. And we tested moving that up just to get that, again, to get that user farther down the funnel. And one brand that worked great and another it did not. That alone just tells me and should tell you that you should always be testing the placement of your content and more so you can measure what's resonating with your customers. And again, same thing, you can segment this out looking mobile versus desktop, new versus returning, et cetera. But there's uh, a few stats here and a couple experiments that we've seen some, some of our customers run. We saw one that moved that product feed click through or the product feed up on the homepage in experiment that led to 31% more people clicking on that product feed. And it had a 10% increase in conversion rate. So if I were just to, just to tell you, hey, you can use Google Optimize, you can use their drag and drop feature to move your different content blocks around. And if I said, hey, just doing something like that could give you the chance to increase your conversion rate by 10%, I'm sure 10 out of 10 people would say yes. Another example is looking at a mini navigation on the homepage. So think mobile, mobile phone, where instead of having everything buried in the uh, hamburger menu is you can pull out those categories into a little mini nav link. Again, that one, we saw one customer have a 4% increase in people clicking through to a collection page and a 32% increase in conversion rate. And that hypothesis was ultimately from, again, seeing a fairly low interaction of people doing anything on the homepage because it was a, let's say, classical homepage where you have your hero banner, a few promo callouts, some UGC, maybe some brands just about us type of content, but nothing that was making, making it very clear to the customer and giving them an easy path to get into their specific categories. We, the assumption was they're going to use the, their menu to view the different categories in the mobile menu and then, and then make their way down. And this one, again, just seeing some friction of lower percentage of people actually using the mobile menu of taking that path down to the categories and just bringing those categories front and center as a, as a new content block to add to the homepage. So that is an overview and hopefully convinced you to be testing on your homepage and be sure that you have event tracking set up across your homepage because once you have the event tracking in place, 
coming up with these test ideas is very easy because you you know your customer, you know your site, you know your brand, you know what's coming up, you know what promo, what your promo calendar is. And as soon as you see this event tracking data where you have assumptions that are e- either validated or potentially questioned, it's just going to make that process of taking a piece of data and coming up with an insight and ultimately applying that insight. It just makes it so much faster than potentially someone else coming in and looking at your homepage and providing a recommendation on without, again, without having that data clear and center and providing a recommendation on what they might've seen work with other brands or other sites. So that's my takeaway and recommendation for you is make sure you have your homepage tagged, make sure you analyze that data. It only takes five to 10 minutes just to, uh, to check that out. We even have a data studio report that I'll put in the show links that you can just make a copy of that data studio report, connect to your universal analytics account, and it'll pull in all that event data for you and even color code what event actions work well versus don't. And then just start testing and start start experimenting. If you have any questions, if you have any great ideas, I'd love to hear from you. Just shoot me an email, brad at getolver.com, or you can just contact us through our general um, contacts. And with that, That is today's episode. I will see you on our next and good luck tracking and testing. Did you enjoy today's episode? If so, we release two new episodes per week. So be sure to subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else that you subscribe and listen to your podcasts. I also have a favor to ask. I'd really appreciate if you could leave a comment or review so I can learn exactly how to improve future episodes for you. And last but not least, if you want to connect with me, find me on LinkedIn by searching Brad Redding at Elevar. That's E-L-E-V-A-R. Or you can DM me on Twitter. My handle is I am Brad Redding. I look forward to connecting with you. Thanks again. Thanks again.